Welcome to Crowd to the Garage. I'm Corey Culp. I'm Freddie Waugh. It's Kickstart. Oof, the 24th. Dude, how are we? 24th. How are we at the 24th already? It happens when you get old. This is our last episode uh, of April for Kickstarts because it'll be May 1st next week. Right, because there's not 31 days in April. No. May 1. Okay. Well, uh, I just got back from, I just got back, but midweek I got back from... NAB in Vegas, which is National Association of Broadcasters Convention. It's kind of like NAM, which is for musicians and and uh, the NAM show. Retailers See, I thought for, you went to NAM. I thought you. That's why I, I thought you were at NAM. No, NAM was Friday. It was a uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Gotcha. And then yeah, and it was very confusing. I, I'm surprised because there were probably a lot of crossover. I was confused. Of, <laughs> yeah, but I you know just like with NAM though. NAB looks like it might be on its last legs for those kind of conventions because so much information is already comes out, you know, the week before, hell, even at the convention. So I'm I'm finding more. Well, here's the thing: most of the vendors, like the big ones, even like Sony, didn't have a big booth, which is weird. Um, and I feel like they had one less of the halls taken up, but it felt very small. It wasn't just the lack of people there. It just felt smaller, like it, like like it was done in a small town as opposed to Vegas. Right. So it's a weird thing, and I, and a lot of people said the same thing about Nam that were at Nam over the weekend and Nam last year too. Not a lot. There were probably about half as many people there based on the numbers I saw of total attendees. So that says a lot. Anyway, it was a good time as far as that. You know, we we that the plus there was that we were able to hit everything we wanted to in one day with no need to go back and look at other gear. And but though you know, it's it was fine. It was a good trip to get away. We went to my favorite restaurant, Lindo, twice, got fish tacos at one time and the best Mexican place I've ever been to, and that includes my time down in Ensenada. So there. There. Um last week. Well, I've been talking about Dave. I mentioned Dave came back, and Dave's been really great on FX. That's usual hystericalness. Also came back while I was gone was Barry. Barry. Barry is back for its final season. The final season of Barry. And this, of course, is Bill Hader's show, co-created with Alec Berg. Uh, but now it's coming down to it. Like I think that Bill Hader directs almost every episode of the show now. So not only is he writing it and he's the lead in it, He's also directing every episode, and he's a pretty deft director. The show is really good, um, but we're there's already three episodes. Third episode came out yesterday, the twenty third. No, so today's yes, twenty third Sunday, right? Yeah. Um, the, but the premiere with two episodes right off the bat, which is great, and they're perfect. It just it's just you're still wanting to get that big question in the back of your head: Where are you going with this season? Because there is a main through line for my point of that. And if you're current on the show, you know what I'm talking about. But it's still shaping up. Like he's going to end it the way you're going to end it. And do yourself a favor: Don't go on IMDb because every single episode, 
including the five that have not aired yet, says the name of the episodes. Now, that could be spoilerly or, or it can't be. I can't tell you because I haven't seen them all. But Barry on HBO, <laughs> for now, uh, if you don't get to it till May, it's going to be called Max because they decided to change that name completely. Let's take the... Yeah, what's with that bullshit? Hey, let's go ahead and take the the best part of the branding, most recognizable part of the branding of HBO Max and take that away. Yes. Like as if we haven't had enough reason to be critical of actions being taken by that CEO. Right. When I hear the fucking name Max, dude, all I think about is, wasn't there a movie with a German Shepherd named Max? Like, yeah, that's what yeah. I think of. There's a whole channel. Yes. They just show that movie all day long. That's what that that's what I would want that's from it. Max. That and my 600 pound life. That's right. <laughs> Those two things. Okay. Look, I'm not going to say anything about what I think of that new, what the service is becoming until it's there. I just think the name is fucking stupid. It doesn't. Well, I mean, I, I just don't even know what's the point. Why? I mean, I guess they're taking some of discovery plus is going on there and you know, they're, it's becoming a hodgepodge. It's becoming like the, uh, ABC family channel. Your company's called Warner Brothers discovery. If it's a combination of those two things, then why not just call it Warner Brothers? If you're going to rebrand it. Yeah. You know what Cinemax is to me and you, right? And I don't, and I don't think the guy running the company don't think he knows what, what Cinemax. Don't even know Max, think he knows where of Cinemax. I don't. I don't. Yeah, I don't think he understands what Max is and the HBO Max of things. No, it's fucking <laughs> stupid, lame. I, I did, it took me a second to kind of figure it out, but also I don't run the fucking company, so whatever. I, I really don't think the dude knows what the fuck he's doing. I mean, let's stop calling it HBO because that makes sense. Right. And if you are taking Discovery Channel shows, you know, TLC and other things like that, and putting it into your HBO, then then call it HBO Discovery or something. Those two, those are two well-known branded names, right? I mean, it, you don't want you don't want the name to be too long, but calling it Max, certainly the Max is just dumb. What is Max? Max tells me nothing. Max does not tell me you've added shit. Max tells me you decide that you don't understand what branding is and did what you did. Yes. Boneheads. Boneheads. And this is about as much uh, sports as we're going to get into. Correct. No, here it comes. Oh, I thought you meant that was it. That, no, was, no, like, that was like gladiator shit. Man. No. We were just slicing well, and dicing. Well, it kind of works too, I suppose. <laughs> no, NHL playoffs started last week. LA tonight. Well, tonight, we're recording this on Sunday. I, I need to stop pretending that's what the, that we're not doing that. We're not live on Mondays? Last week we did on Saturday because I was I went to Vegas, so we did it on Saturday. But right, you wouldn't know until kidding. I told you. Like sometimes I forget that we're not doing this live. And I'm like, when you say yesterday, and I'm like, no, wait, that's Sunday. That, oh, yeah, that's right now. Yeah, yeah. gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> that was the, no, I was going to say, that, that's not the earliest we did Kickstarter. We've done Kickstarter on Fridays before. Yeah, I think so. Like football you know, season. Before, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Super Bowl. World Earth. Series time. World Series time. It'd be fun one of these days if we get if our lives were at the word we can actually do a live Monday show. Uh oh. We'd have to have all the horns and fucking <laughs> have to have the delay on. I don't have it turned on. Well, that's Barry. You know, watch Barry. Watch your watch your hockey or you know, or if you're not Yeah, man. You just want to Shannon Sprout like lives in in Jersey or something. Yeah. It lives in Jersey and she works in Philadelphia, but then she has ties to flyers to, to flyers and to the Eagles. But I'm like, you, but you live in, 
Shan, you need to explain yourself. <laughs> what, well, here's the thing. Dude. Why, would, what, why would you be a fan of anything for New Jersey, like sports-wise? Is there, are there even teams there? That, yeah, New Jersey is, Devils. Is there, yeah, but I, I, it's what I'm saying. It's New Jersey Devils when you could be a Flyers fan. What's the well, point? Well, what's the point? One, one of them is in the playoffs. Which one? And, and <laughs> the Devils. <laughs> no, I, I don't see that I know about hockey. <laughs> Isn't the Jersey Devil just their version of Bigfoot, really? Oh, yeah. Yes, dude, speaking of Bigfoot, okay, this is something I have to speaking ask. Speaking of Bigfoot, dude, what the Bigfoot fuck? and, yeah, what totally. What that shit? <laughs> okay. So let me explain oh, to you. Oh, yeah, yeah, we need some, but there's a backstory here. I mean, I'll save the back, I'll explain what happened. You fill in the, fill in the story because I truly know this is not a bit. I have no idea what this means. So I get a text from him and it was just this copy and paste of a part of a, some script. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> And it was literally just text. It wasn't like a PDF or anything like that. And I'll let you fill in the blanks there. Cause I'm like, what the, I just went, uh, okay. Okay. So here's the thing. <laughs> what that is, is that is a chat GPT script that I, 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 here's what I put in. Write me a script where I uh, write me a script about Bigfoot and his sidekick who are border patrol agents in Canada. <laughs> that's what and that that's what, what it wrote. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, dude. Dude, because I had I have been fucking around with Mid Journey, right? Right. And I've been watching Expedition Bigfoot, like obsessed with the show, just watching it like on Discovery Plus, and because it's hilarious, because these fucking people think everything is Bigfoot, right? Like fucking breeze blows, and they're like, "Did you see that? Did you see that?" So I, uh, <laughs> so I, so I first I created a, 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 a thing of Bigfoot terrorizing. I said Bigfoot terrorizing a couple in a car, right? So it creates this thing, but instead of it's Bigfoot at the driver's seat with a terrified look on his face and some long-haired fucking dude sitting next to him. And I made me laugh. So I so I went to ChatGBT and I asked it to write me a script uh, featuring Bigfoot and you know his sidekick who are customs agents on the Canadian US border who get involved in a kidnapping, maybe? <laughs> yes. And so that's what came out, dude. Because here's the thing, it's super basic, but there's, but the way I read it, it makes it funny in my head because I was like, God, dude, I would just take, what if I just took this, populated it with like degenerates <laughs> and shot a short film? Dude, okay, I've been using ChatGPT for a whole bunch of things, actual real things too, that real ideas that I've had over the years. And what's so funny about it is like you can copy and paste the same thing all, like four or five times in a row and it's so different but dude okay let me let me tell you how detailed i got to get i asked it to write me a 13 episode limited series story bible and then i put my my synopsis and dude it broke down everything episodes and and to the point where i thought half of that is good like half of it was like worth exploring more with real like focus and 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 storytelling. Yeah, that's right. You're you're hundred percent right. It's not. I, I don't know how it. How would you use it as a writing tool? Really, like that way? You can. Well, that that's like another. For example, if you knew that your show or like I'm going to use limited series as an example. If you knew your limited series was like something else. Right. You know, then you could put, you could put that in there and then just use the skeleton. Just, then you just use what it comes up with like 13 episode limited series and ideas there and see how it translates to what your idea is. It, it definitely, it, it, it helps give you an understanding if you're not super, if you're a feature film writer and or want to be in your, all you spec script wise is just feature films. 
it gives you a look at, at how a story Bible looks. Cause some people don't even know what the fuck a story Bible is, which is different, obviously going to be different on a limited series as opposed to something that we, you've been working on for a long, uh, several seasons of a show. Yeah. So it, it, it definitely helps break that kind of stuff down. I, I went as far as to ask it to give me a story Bible for a five season, 13 episode per series. And it came up with everything. Like, again, episode titles, everything. But is it as cool as Bigfoot and Mountie? <laughs> no. Uh, well, it might be. It depends on how you how you're able to work around it. But it, it's funny that it's been so cool and how how it works. And I, I mean, I had already used it a couple of times writing stuff before that episode of South Park came out a few weeks ago. But yeah, dude. By the way, Mid Journey. Since you brought it up, Mid Journey is the latest, the version five. Holy shit, dude! Some of the stuff. Yeah, dude, up sick. It's so good. And then again, it, it. I know you know for for two guys that support that like to support uh, artists and you know one is you know pretty close to both of us Sergio and he's it's one of those things like yeah it's a useful tool but it's the problem is when you go and use it then then even just for goofing off you're kind of like it's not great for for other artists and I've I've but you know what's funny is didn't we mention that Chad GPT was the writers guild is on the verge of having a strike yep. with the with the yeah, yeah yeah totally and, and that's the powers that be at least before the strike vote came down was writers guild was going to concede certain parts of ai i'm like wait what i'm like i don't think the rest of everybody those people voted on that yet so no i don't know it's weird but they had a super what was a high percentage like 97.8 percent uh 79 percent of the people voted of the, of the of the voting community in the writers guild got up to 97.8% of that. That's a very large, large group of people that are willing to walk the line again. Yeah. And we all know it walked the line last time. Honestly, the producer shouldn't be preparing for a strike. They should be preparing to go to the damn table and work shit out because... Well, most of the producers are writers. <laughs> well, yeah. I, I know, I know. Well, you know, not, not all the ones that are, run, you know, at the, at the head table are. Well, but. no, sure. But I'm just saying it's, yeah, it's, it's it will, it's going to, it'll, it, I think if they do strike, it will, it, it'll get resolved fairly quickly. But, you know, when I say that, that means, you know, two months or something. They were able to ride that for how many years? Three years? Because they were going to, this was all supposed to happen in 2020, but, you know, things being what they were in 2020 at this point. Yeah. Shit, we are a month end of doing our work. That was, and this is what's funny. And I wanted to point this out. It's almost like an anniversary of it. And when we all got locked down, that was the first time we did a remote episode and we haven't done one in person since. Nope. Which is nope. Super, super weird. I was talking about that with somebody the other day. I'm like, how do you, how do you do your podcast? Cause how do you control the, the mic bleed over with your podcast? And I'm like, easy. I'll make him stay at his house. <laughs> that's how I do it. Right. <laughs> and I don't have to worry. Wait, really? That's remote? I'm like, yeah, we use this thing called clean feet. Um, All right, so what you got, man? Well, here's what I want to tell you about. Oh, I want to talk about something free if you have, if you already have Prime. Um, and it comes on Freebie, which I have to say, man, uh, Freebie has some pretty, pretty they've, they've come up with some pretty decent entertainment. There's some fun stuff on freebie. You know, there was the Bosch legacy spinoff and a couple other things, but what I'd like to talk about today is, uh, their latest sort of, uh, I guess it's a, it's a TV series. I'm not going to say it's a reality show cause it's not, it's more like an unscripted sitcom. 
it's weird because here's the rundown. Jury duty on Freebie. Uh, so that's what we're talking about, starring James Marsden and then a bunch of people you've never heard of. But here's the thing. It follows the workings of an American jury trial through the eyes of Ronald Gladden. He is the juror who is unaware the entire case is fake <laughs> and everyone except for him is an actor. And everything that happens has been carefully planned. And uh, I got to say, man, it it's pretty fucking great. I blew through it like, you know, in two sittings. I watched four episodes and I watched the other four. I could have sat all night and watched it, but um, I didn't want, I was kind of trying to savor it because I was really enjoying it. It is a lot of fun. Marsden plays himself. He kind of plays it as a self-absorbed actor who, as you would imagine, is far too busy for jury duty. But the show, man, the cast is fantastic. They're all a bunch of, you know, sort of unknown to me. I've never seen any of them. But man, I got to say, this is a master class in improv because I know there's a lot of this that's improv because you can't anticipate. You can have a loose working and sort of try to manipulate things where you want them to go. But there are certain things you just can't control, especially when you have, you know, you're, you've got the you're, you're one, you're the main guy. Don't know exactly what he's going to do. You can sort of anticipate, but the cast does a fantastic job of holding it all together for the eight episodes. Um, I mean, like everyone, the ju- everybody you see in this, except for Ronald, is an actor. It's pretty wild and entertaining and fun. Are all episodes up now? Yeah, all eight. What they the way they dropped them? They're all they're all up now. But the way they dropped them is they dropped the first four uh, on the seventh. And then they dropped the last four on the 14th. Well, they dropped two on the 14th, five and six, and then the last two were dropped on the 21st this past Friday. So they are now all on freebie for your viewing pleasure. Again, it's it's fun because you just don't know. I mean, it gets so crazy, dude. You're just like, there's no fucking way this dude... It, there's some things like, you know, what would you do? That That's what I kept asking myself. Now, where would I be like, oh, this is bullshit. I'm out of here. This is bullshit. Or do you just play along with it? You know what I mean? Or, do you, do you, or, or is it real? I watched the trailer right now without, <laughs> right? Sound, without sound. And that guy that has that sit down stand. <laughs> the chance? Yeah. Chair pants? Chance? <laughs> It's like funny, dude. Again, I haven't muted it. It just, it's the visuals alone are just, wow. Yeah. Oh, man. It's definitely worth a watch. I mean, look, it's, you know, the the episodes are maybe 22 minutes a piece or something. You know, it's a, it's a half hour with commercials. So, you know, you're probably getting 22 minutes. And it, again, there's not so many commercials that you're bored, but there's ads because it's freebie and that's how it works. But right. I mean, the, these things are built for commercial breaks. So it's not like when you're watching something else, on freebie that now has been tossed in with commercials. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't break it in a weird spot. So, but yeah, man, the, the cast is standout. Marzin, who I love, man. Marzin is, Marzin is a guy I feel who is totally underappreciated. Like you said, he's very much like Rob Lowe at this point, right? Like right. he can totally make fun of himself. He's confident enough and, you know, and, and he's good. I mean, he, you know, you look back at his body of work. You know what's weird, dude, is he'll, he's not even 50. He'll just turn 50 in September. Seems like he's been around forever. Well, yeah. And by the way, you, you had mentioned either before Mike or you mentioned it in just in this, your conversation now that it felt like the off, like the British office. Well, what's interesting yes. is that Lee Eisenberg and Gene Stobitnitsky actually worked on the office. right. And not the not the British one, the uh, the American one, and they're the one right. they're the co-creators of the show. And Alan Barinholtz is in it. Yes. Yeah, and he's Ike Barinholtz's dad. 
Yeah, Alan Bernholds plays uh, plays the judge. Dude, he is so good. I was convinced that he was a real judge, and they just had some. But yeah, yeah. I mean, he's so good. But the entire cast is great. I mean, some of the standouts. I mean, they're all good. But to me, like the standouts are um, Mecky Leper, <laughs> where he plays this cat named Noah Price. He looks like Harry Potter. <laughs> Edie Mo- Modica plays Jeannie, and dude, my God, dude, she. She totally goes for it. Uh, it she's fantastic. I mean, the, you know, it, the acting is so good. It's the, there's not a bad performance in this whole thing. I mean, it's it's so weird because it's it's got to be you know, there's a lot of improv going on, obviously, but it's improv within a f- story framework. Right. It's very clever, uh, and like I said, it's super fun. That trailer. If you just watch the trailer, then. <laughs> You can see where I'm t- I'm coming from with that office vibe, right? Right. It's got people that you recognize in it, but because Marsden's in there, it easy, you can see how it distracts the guy and not realizing that that person looks familiar and that person looks familiar. Right. It's But I can tell you, anytime I've been called into jury duty, at least just for that first day, I always see people that look like somebody I know. Yeah. So that's the thing. You, it's so many people come in there, but when you put James Marsden in there, who's playing himself, that he's a distraction, no matter how not jaded you may be by, by the business. Right. You're still going to be distracted. So Absolutely. And this guy, Ronald, he's such a nice guy. I mean, it, it's funny, man, because it's also says a lot about people. Like can, if, if it happened to you or me, I mean, I could see myself being totally fucking pissed off getting stuck like in jury duty where I don't want to ruin any, I don't want to ruin anything because right. I can't really say anything right. until, you know, but everybody should just check it out. It's free. It's on freebie. It's, it's really well made. It's funny. Like I said, it's, it's unscripted, but scripted loosely. I mean, I don't even know how I would describe it, but you know, it's, it's very much like improv. Like if you went to the groundlings, <laughs> if you were at groundlings and you were doing exercises, this would be the payoff. Right. <laughs> I'm with you. I'm I'm still looking forward to you. You mentioned a couple of days ago, and I'm like, oh man, they they may. And I gave you a long pause. Oh, you thought I was talking about the Polly Shore well, movie? Well, no. Initially, I I was <laughs> going to give you a pause, and and but I was at work, so I like could, I didn't respond to you right away, and then you, you then you already made my joke for me, so I'm like shit. But then I did, and then I looked it up while I was kind of walking between edit bays, and I'm like, oh, and as I did that, I kind of figured out what you were, what you were talking about because I didn't get to really look at the trailer yeah, or man. anything yet. No, dude, it looks super fun. <laughs> dig it dude you'll you'll laugh your ass off and, and i think that you know the people who i think anybody i think anybody who enjoys our show will enjoy the shit out of this show okay <laughs> even if you don't enjoy our show you'll probably like this show well yeah i'm sure there's lots of stuff that <laughs> that could be true about <laughs> oh shit you know it's funny and i always do qc well, well there's one day i didn't do qc on our show and i had to redo it I had to re-upload an episode because I was over, I had, I had distorted my mic for some reason. I don't know what happened. Something in post while I was editing. So I was listening to Shutter Island again, like in its entirety on my way to work when I was that Friday. And it's such a weird thing. Like sometimes, because even though I edited it and I just finished it and, and I didn't get a chance to finish the whole thing before I went to NAB. So I did it all when I got home from after traveling on Thursday, uh, Wednesday. It's weird because not only as I'm editing, I'm hearing us say stuff like, man, I don't remember saying that. <laughs> right. I hear myself all the time. And I'm like, did I say that? And then when I listen to it, I'm like, after I've done cutting it, I'm like, wait, I let that go? Or because I've heard it so many times, I'm like, wait, I thought I said this or I thought you said that. And then, then later, it's just further into the episode that I say it. It's just weird how that you forget those things even when you're cutting it. 
It was the same thing, you know, right. when I've done live podcast, I, I have to listen to the other version later because I don't remember what was said when when it was live. I just don't pay attention in really. the heat of the moment. In the heat, of, in the heat of the moment. Yeah, Asia shielding your eyes. First of all, before we wrap this up, look at your um, look at look at your messages. I see I, some pictures. Need, all your mid journey pictures you sent me. <laughs> <laughs> So let me, let me walk you through these. All right. Okay. So, oh, and I'm putting these for Patreon. By the way, Patreon is, is a soft launch. You can't join right now because I'm billing paused. I will post these pictures to go with the story. <laughs> go ahead. So, so the first one you're looking at is uh, Jimi Hendrix as a sea monster in a um, 1968 Saigon bar. Yeah. Well, if you look at the, by the way, mid journey is so much better. If this was the previous mid journey, you wouldn't, who knows what, what this person would look like. It looks like, right. it looks like they've done up Morgan Freeman to play an old Jimi Hendrix. That's what it, well, that's what what it looks like is it looks like they tried to make Jimi Hendrix 68 years old. Like it interpreted my oh, right. 19, you know what I, you know what I'm saying? Right. I mean, I see the Jimi Hendrix, but he's old. Right. But it, I guess the sea monster is a thing coming out of the top of his hair. Yeah. <laughs> like a visor. <laughs> it, it's a hat. It's so it, and maybe he's maybe he took this off of some other creature and turned into a hat. I don't know. But second one there, that's Bigfoot. Yeah. No, go ahead. We'll go back to Jimmy. But no, oh no. What I was going to say is that the thing about if you see Mid Journey stuff recently, before this version five came out, you're seeing certain things. But now with five, it's giving you like true depth of field, like cinematic. Oh yeah, man. Images now. It wasn't doing that before. Well. One of the things I've learned is you got to figure out, you got to know what you're prompting into oh, it. Oh yeah, too. exactly. So like I've I've done a lot of playing to get things to look, you know, to get to get things to look the way they do. I mean, because yeah. for me, the way yeah. that this tool yeah. is going to help me is this is going to be, you know, for presentations and things. And when I'm when I'm trying to find an image to convey something that I did that just doesn't exist, perhaps now I can just create it. And that's it's what that's what's so crazy about this. Right. It's the second photo here, Bigfoot <laughs> in his Canadian border outfit. Yes. I love how the patch is the patch on his, right his fur. <laughs> <laughs> so good. So stupid. No, yeah. oh, it's so good, dude. It's so good. Uh, the second one, uh, this <laughs> this is Bigfoot eating spaghetti in a uh, 1968 Saigon noodle bar. <laughs> yeah, I think it's probably why it looks more like ramen than anything. Yeah, it is. I think I put a noodle house. And but, but, dude, the recreation of hair now yeah. with the latest mid-journey is just fucking ridiculous dude it's so crazy how how amazingly detailed it is now a lot of everybody knows like in mid journey when you're putting in prompts it's an it's an it's an artificial intelligence tool a lot of people use it for fun some people use it for ideas i mean i here's the thing that's kind of funny is like you know i know mentioned sergio earlier but there's lots of illustrators that are against the whole thing but i've talked to other illustrators that have used it as ideas the the thing we can't you have to be careful with is what you do with it. For like for somebody like you, when you're trying to convey a certain thing, yes, there is there is a certain importance for you to when you're pulling caps from movies that are recognizable to the people you're pitching to. That's one thing, but you also want to do the ability to also be able to do something unique that goes along with that can just make your book just even just that much more informative. Yeah, totally. I mean, it, it's a, it's a very cool tool to put into the toolbox, as they say. You know, you know, I've done some. I mean, I've done some really cool shit. Like, it's pretty amazing what you can do if you figure out 
what your prompts are. That's that's the thing. Is that prompts? That prompts are everything. Yeah. And you, you know, the thing what I've sort of learned so far is don't give it too much information. Just give it the right information. Yeah. Because if you give it too much information, it gets confused and does stupid weird shit like like Morgan Freeman, right? <laughs> or me, sixty eight year old Jimi Hendrix, whatever it is. But I mean, even that's not. That's kind of a happy accident because it even made it better than I could have hoped to be. Right. But you know what I'm saying? It's, uh, it's definitely, you know, something fun to fuck around with. I feel like it's not going to go away. So, I mean, I should know, I should know something about it because it's going to, it's something that's going to start being more the norm in the industry. You know, as much as people want to fight it, it's, you can't fight progress. You know, mm-hmm. you got to keep moving forward. So it's good to know, you know, and know how it works and, and then you can have some fun and do some stupid shit, you know, just to entertain yourself. Yep. Now, I also want to point out, too, is that it doesn't, uh, Midjourney is not limited to just prompts. It generates oh, no. something for, from nothing. Mm-mm. You can actually upload photos and then ask it, and then put prompts Blend. on there, which is what I did with, you know, a whole bunch of Joey's pictures, like trying to do like Pixar versions of Joey from, from baby pictures and when he was a little guy. It's pretty funny how some of them are like this. There's just one I have to show it to you later because it's just. Oh, actually, I'll post it and I'll I'll post it also on the Patreon stuff with the Bigfoot stuff. I think it's a really cool tool. Like I was talking about with Chad GPT, is like yeah, I understand the side of things where people get worried about stuff, but look, you and I both we have done. You're okay. If I put. I'm going to put a little bit of that screenshot of uh, the Bigfoot thing in there, just so people. Uh, uh, of oh the, yeah. Of the script, so people kind of have some context to, it to go with it. I don't care. Oh, I know. What well, Chat GPT yeah, might. It's totally fine. <laughs> Maybe I guess, but yeah. Didn't I tell it to do it? Yeah, but the thing is, like with Chat GPT, it doesn't give you enough information. It literally just kind of comes up with. Yeah. Give it a log line and kind of spits a little something out. Sure. It really doesn't give you a full anything. But it's only as smart as the prompts that you give it. Correct. And I found that with Midjourney, it's, it does. It's the prompts are far more discerning and, and critical. If you don't tell it the right things, you're going to see certain things. Like in like, like the depth of feel you're getting there is like you have to not always have to. But my experience is you have to put in like fifty millimeters, or you have to put in kind of things that let you know what kind of lens you're using. That's the kind of thing information that I, yeah. I'm surprised there's no websites that really break down, that I've found anyway, like from filmmaking standpoint that kind of say, hey, if you if you're looking for this kind of look or this kind of depth of field and you want to kind of you want midjourney to express this kind of image, then you have yeah, to that, put it. That's that's what I, I I just learned that on my own. Yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> be, I'm surprised of the being around as long as it's been that nobody has that. Yeah. And as I have a blog kind of breaking that stuff down, I said blog. Who the fuck says blog anymore? Blog. Yeah. No, I know what you're saying though, but I'm, I do like literally that's all the stuff I put in. I'm putting in fucking film stocks, putting in fucking lens types, focal lengths, all that shit. Uh, I mentioned the show before Film Riot. Um, It's Ryan Conley and his brother, Josh, and uh, and a real funny crew that have been on on YouTube for like 14, 15 years. But Ryan's quite the filmmaker. His shorts are really good. And one of these days he's going to get around actually making something, a feature film. They did something recently where they did an AI. They did a a mid-journey. This is how I found the version 5 was out. But mid-journey 5 versus real pictures. And so he sat a couple of his, he sat his brother Josh down and one of the guys on their team, his name is Justin. And he sat them down with those muscle enhancing uh, shock 
boxes, right? You know, the patches and everything like that people use for muscle. Mm-hmm. So they, they have them like yep. on the inside of their legs cranked up to seven and they show them a picture and they have to decide, is it real or is it, or is it AI? And if they get it wrong, then they get shocked. It was actually really funny because- Like Ghostbusters? I would have gotten his. I would have got half of them wrong <laughs> because but one of them was like, was a monkey, was a chimpanzee on a, on a tricycle with a bunch of 70s cars in the background. And the reason why it fooled both the guys and they both said it was real is because of the film grain on it. Yeah. Only, the only thing Ryan saved picture-wise, he didn't do anything in Photoshop. He just saved it as Mid-Journey, whatever Mid-Journey created. It was pretty great. But it's really the night and day difference because um, something else he showed off too is he showed a prompt from six months ago on version four and then he showed a prompt on version five, the same prompt. Yep. And the detail on it is just night and day, night and day. What's trippy is if, because uh, I went back into four to do some things, I just wanted to, I wanted them to look more like illustrations. Right. So it was weird. Anywho. So there you go. There's some stuff to mess around with. The mid journey, unfortunately, is not a free thing. You have to, I mean, you can be on the free side, but you're sitting in a queue waiting for the people. But if you do pay for it, you can load it up onto your own discord server and then you go to town and go to yeah, town man. and chat GPT is free online, but I just bought the app for my phone because I find myself kind of like just sitting there doing stuff while I'm waiting for things to render. And, uh, I was like a flat $10 or something like that. And I've used it. I've gotten $10 worth out of it. I'll just say that. <laughs> yeah. Did you write all, did you write all those new Nick cave songs? Yes. All of them. <laughs> Dude. Uh, yeah. Well, this is a story for another time, but we'll yes. talk about it. Yes. Um, Right. Then. Well, cool. All right, if you want to follow the show on the socials, at Zach Karate Pod on Twitter, Letterboxd, and on Insta. On Insta, it's Cope197 for Corey and Corey underscore Cope on Letterboxd. If you'd like to follow me, you can follow me at Rock and Roll 33 on your Instagram, or you can follow me at Tom Cody at Letterboxd.com. That's Letterboxd. Tom Cody, your friend. <laughs>